when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Ah, Los Angeles, beautiful Los Angeles. I swear they don't pay me every time I say that. It's sunny out here. It is. That's... Keep going. Ah, Move. We're trying to get some light because we've been inside all energy. day seeing video games in the dark. And we need the, the energy of the sun's light. It's not that dark. It's not a, I mean, there are lights. I saw Detroit become human. It was pretty dark. <laughs> uh, we just got back from seeing a bunch of Sony games, actually. We yes. kind of just stacked our Sony appointments. We still yep. have a couple more later in the week. But right now, we saw Detroit Become Human. Yep. I saw Knack 2. You, d- you played Knack 2? I played Knack 2 for like... You talked to Mark Cerny. I talked to Mark Cerny. I saw it for like got the 30 scoop. minutes. I got the hot scoop. Wait, that's, that's a, is that you? Maybe you can have it for, for Cerny. Okay. Yeah, license the and scoop. And you saw Spider-Man and so God of War. Spider-Man and God of War. Uh, well, let's, we, didn't, we didn't play most of those games. Yes. Most of these are presentations with True. like... Uh, expanded versions. If you watch the press conference, yep. like these are like slightly elongated versions with like a Q and A uh, session. So we learned a little yeah. bit more about them. Like I'm curious. I, I want to know more about Detroit. Okay. So I pushed you into this appointment because I wanted you, you to did. to do more. And you also talked to David Cage. I did talk to David Cage. I'm going to try to do a transcribe like right up of just right. what that conversation was uh, sometime this week if I can find time. If not this week, next week. Yeah. Um, so Detroit Become Human for people who don't know is the latest from Chronic Dream. Uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond uh, Two Souls, Fahrenheit, or not Fahrenheit. Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Uh, Story heavy games, lots of quick time events to to Your choices matter. Your choices matter, branching, you know, pathways in in the narrative. Uh, This is a a near future, or close future, as they said like multiple times. Close future games (laughs) set in Detroit, Uh in a world in which androids have replaced much of the workforce. Um, automation so takes over. Taken over. Yeah. People are upset and are, are unhappy because they're unemployed. Um, and you play as three different androids. The two that we've seen so far are Connor, who's like a, a detective, and then Marcus, who's like a revolutionary, who's freeing the androids. Well, they, like, there's like androids that are still quote unquote slaves, and there are androids who have been like woken up right. or like unchained. Uh, I can't uh, remember the term uh, that was used in the trailer. Deviants. They're called deviants. Deviants. Because, okay. Because Connor, the detective, who's played by a game, a guy named like Rick Deckard. Which is the name That's, of the dude mm, from, like, his yep, actual name right. uh, is a deviant His hunter. parents loved Blade Runner. Loved Blade Runner, and so does David Cage. <laughs> um, and t- today's demo was the one with Marcus. Uh, we're getting this helicopter? Just, take, just, take, just, take, yeah, just show the people this where it's coming from. This right. is what it is. It is what it is. This is natural. This is verite. That's what we call it in the biz. <laughs> uh, today's demo was about Marcus, who was going with a, another character to kind of free a bunch of the androids from, like, an android shop. Like, okay. crash a truck into the front of the building, get them out. And the presentation was about, like, in sort of, like, a mall area where they were yes. going to, like, break into, like, one of the shops where there are androids. You're back. We know. We get they it. They don't want we us to it. talk about androids. They don't want us. They don't want the truth to get out. Uh, and so, uh, in, in both of them, it's sort of like you're making choices in terms of how you're going to, inter- how right. you're going to so, respond to the police, how you're going to respond to, like, 
the, the, the public the perception. The police show up. Do you do you hide? Do you try to act natural, or do you just give up on the mission and run away because the stakes are too high? Uh, and then, like, hey, you have to deal with a drone. How do you deal with it? And there's some cool stuff in terms of pure problem solving and like uh, kind of puzzle solving, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you don't just hack the drone and the drone goes away. Instead, it does a thing where like, oh, I can see where the drone hat the drone's path is, and because you're an android, you go into like android vision. They call it the mind palace, the mental palace. No, they call it the mind palace, where you can see the, all the androids' motions and then do like precognition. Which is like, okay. What would happen if I jumped up to that ledge and then to that? Ledge oh, so rather than like in. blindly making a decision, right. you get like sort of a pre, like maybe not the consequence of it, but right. like a preview of like what might where it might happen. Exactly. This fucking helicopter. Uh, the on top of that though, there is the second thing, which is. You free the androids, and this is like the, the critical decision here is, what do you do once you free them? You win them over in a really cringy speech mm. about androids being fr- our people. Like, does he, he stands up on something and yes. he's looking he down up, on he them? He looks down on them and then they go, we're with you, Marcus. Oh, I was in the, that was we're in the, the, the press conference right. uh, it's trailer. Bad. It's like yeah. not a, and they're not, they're like, not emotive and not in like a not in an android, android way. way. It's just like. There should be well, animations. Like, yeah, and to get, not, let's show some. There's no emotion. Yeah. There's no emotion engine in their face, <laughs> which historically. Should have made it on PS3. Should have exactly. So, at that point, you then have to make this decision, which is it's time to show humans a message. How are you going to do it? And the answer is either going to be violently or, or pacifistically. And it's really binary. It's really brutal. It's like, do you make a fire or do you like leave a, a spray painted message of peace? And it's really hokey, and it feels like it doesn't understand how protests or riots happen at all. We're treating them as a binary, like what, like... Well, so it's like, there are a bunch of actions you can do. There's a, so literally there's a thing that pumps up on screen that is a scale, there's a spectrum from hyper-pacifistic to hyper-violent. Right. Um, and you're after, I mean, I don't know, maybe you could leave it in the middle and get through that scene. Um, but for us, for, for the, the demo I saw, every step throughout this era, you were making a decision about whether to be... Super violent or super violent or pacifistic. Right. And even that stuff was really blurry sometimes. Like there was a bit where you had to hack a message board and you could put up your own like propaganda. Okay. And that was violent for some reason in this demo. At least that's what I saw. I, maybe that was a glitch or maybe I missaw. But that's what I saw. And I saw just like the the and this is the worry with like a lot of David Cage games yes. and the worry with this game in particular. It's like the politics of like assigning binary sort of like uh, 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 passive, right. uh, you know, violent like like it's it feels. Weird, like it's under, it's understandable that there would be different consequences for yes, different actions. Right. Public perception, public perception should change. And he talked about that afterwards. I but giving him. it a like a, a, a meter, meter. And, and assigning it, like what, what I would far prefer, and this is what I had a problem with, like the the Paragon Renegade system. Yeah, a buyer yeah. was like. I'm much more inclined to make a decision that feels natural, organic to how I want the story to play out right. if I'm not being told how it's going to be perceived exactly. and interpreted by exactly. the game. And by well, already assigning it as sort of like anachronistic or, or right. aggressive or violent right. is maybe going to make me think twice about that. There was this moment, so, so the demo that they gave us, he did violent, right? And so he pushed down the statue, and that was super violent. Also, like, no one gets hurt in the violent stuff. It's just breaking property. We have uh-huh. a whole other conversation about yeah, well, that's, mm, that's not... Yeah. But the, at the end of it... Marcus, who's the lead character, who's making the decision to do violent protest, which does include things like throwing Molotov cocktails or like bombs right. into, into buildings and stuff, not hurting anybody but destroying property. Right. He goes like, 
we, we've, we've done the violent option now. Now people will be afraid of us. He says and that? Won't trust us. He says yeah. we've done the violent he option? He, he, but the rest of that, he oh, just said. Okay. He's like, we've been violent. You know, he's like, <laughs> right. but, but it is very stilted. And it is very like, it's a shame like Jesse Williams is a decent actor. Right. And who has his head on straight about activism and about right. protest. And generally, he's someone who has historically spoken in a way that reflects that he understands that when violent, when protest gets violent, it's not because someone's like, I'm going to be a violent protest. Right. It's because tensions are high and something triggers something. There, there are domino effects yes, to, to everything. Exactly. And this is not that. This is, would you like to be a violent protester or a peaceful one? And the notion that like journalists and politicians will respond differently depending on those two things right. is fascinating and interesting. And, and also true. And also true. Because like, I mean, the, the things notion, are spun in ways different than the totally. actions and, on and, the ground. And to his credit, David Cage said, like, I want this to feel nuanced. I want to be clear there isn't a good option and a bad option. That sometimes you do a thing that you think might be bad and it has a good knock-on effect later. And other times it's the other way around. You do what you think is the good thing and then it turns out to not be so good. Yeah. But... What I saw today didn't make me super, like, optimistic. To see that nuance. Totally. Beautiful game. I, it oh, looked gorgeous, and I like the interaction. I like the precognition stuff yep. a lot. I'm going to play that game. Yep. And it, Mostly I, because, as with most David Cage games, I just have to know. Right. Right. I just have to know. I just want to know. So that's where I'm with that. Um, I'm going to think more on it. I'm going to write up that, that uh, interview I did yeah. with him. What about you? You saw God of War first. Yeah, they showed God of War. They showed like a slightly extended version of the trailer that was at the press conference, okay. but like no hands-on, like no like a better a, a guided demo. Did they no, no guided oh, demo. So no um, you know, but they talked about the intention. You know, we talked about on the podcast sort of like yeah. not really feeling the trailer, and so Corey Barlog, who you know has worked on the series in the past and is yeah. back for this one, kind of walked through like their intentions, and you know, one of the takeaways from last year's uh, trailer for the team was that people. Were, the fans were worried, like, well, how does combat work? And so they were trying to weave yeah. into this trailer a little bit more like, hey, it's God of War combat, which yeah. was not what we responded no, to in the I original trailer. So I get yes. this is getting more in, like, the nuts and bolts of mechanics. And so, nuts and bolts was here? Was that Magic No, that's, that's a different... It's under embargo. Under embargo. Okay, okay. Uh, and I actually had a chance to talk to him for about 10 minutes because one of the things I picked up on in his presentation, one of the things I picked up on last year, like, one of the things he told me last year when I chatted with him was, like, I did want to come back and make a game sure. that... Uh, was like one of the old games. Like, I wanted to go back to God of War, but right. it had to be, like, fundamentally different right. in, some, in some core way. And one of the things he talked about last year, and one of the things that he went into more in depth this year um, in our conversation was that how much of an effect, like, having a child has had on him. Like, oh. he has a five-year-old son. Okay. Um, and, and the nature of having a kid, you end up seeing just the world differently. And, like, one of the things we, we talked about this on the podcast was... Uh, Maybe Kratos is just a bad dad, dad, yeah. bad dad, bad guy, bad right. person right. that doesn't necessarily uh, have to have a, a redeemable arc. Like he right. doesn't necessarily like have to change to become a good person. Like maybe it's possible. Like that's he's just a gamer, bad, he's just a bad person, and then we, the viewers, see him being a bad person. And that's what I I posed to him. I was like, you know, uh, you know, I don't know the full context of the story. I don't know exactly where you're taking, but like maybe he's just bad, and like every story doesn't have to be that. Like the maybe they redemption. can change. Right. And he said. Well, he said, one, I don't subscribe to the nihilistic viewpoint that people can't, can't ever change. So it's like, philosophically, I just, I cannot make a game with a character who is like, you know, just people I know in my life, like, you know, he's like, you know, not saying he knows a Kratos, but in the spectrum Listen, of... Uh, I think we all know a Kratos. We all know... Go ahead. Yep, that's, a, again, separate video. Yep. But he said, I just can't subscribe to the emotion that people are entirely irredeemable. Now, he said, change is a spectrum. And yeah. so, he's like, this, the end of the game is not that Kratos is a good person, is a good dad. Okay. It is like, what if it's something like much smaller? What is something like as, as simple as a like, as of, recognizing, right. a, like awareness? He's like, right. Kratos like changing could just be 
realizing like a broader spectrum of like his actions and consequences. Not necessarily that he stops being a monster, that he stops really being a bad person. Right. And so right. that's sort of, he was like, he recognized sort of the inherent criticism of right, like, right. this is how this storytelling sort of goes, watched, and maybe that's a little boring or predictable. And he said, they're hoping to strike. But he did, he, reje- he rejected the idea that like, yeah. creators could inherently never be redeemable totally. in some respect. I was like, okay. And uh, so. Good it, for him for being up. For being upfront about that and not saying, like, you'll have to see when the game comes out. Like, right. He was able to voice what his kind of philosophy, it's his a, world philosophy, his worldview was, and, and say, hey, that's not the type of art I want to make. Yes. So good on him for, for having that. that so so interesting, um, you know, I think we can still kind of tell, like, what that kind yeah. of game is going to play like. Um, they did, I guess I didn't notice in the trailers, but, like, there is some sort of, the game is tracking, not rage, but, like, there's, like, an interaction between you and your son huh. that, like, how you treat him... How you are paying attention to him is tracked by the game in some degree, and, and like I don't know, like they were very cagey about like how that plays, but they were saying like your relationship with your son goes beyond just like the story beats and the cutscenes. Okay. Uh, so I remain curious, especially as someone that really likes these games. Yeah, like yeah. I like what they're trying to do, yes. um, and and Corey, he spits a good game, so it's like I. I want to see what he does with this. Do they connect it to previous God of War games at all in any way? Do they say, hey, this is a direct sequel? It is. I mean, okay. it, is, it, it is a continuum um, um, from the previous games. Yeah. They're sort of like purposely leaving out. Like, it's like When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What happened in this, like... In the past, it would have been a PSP or a Vita game that connected the yes. dots. Yes. Uh, now it's, it's, a, it's a cutscene oh, or an app. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that some of those gaps will be filled in. Also, maybe it sounds like they'll leave some of that blank like, sure. to be interpreted by uh, sort of like the passage of time. Sure. So I'm it's, into that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, into I'm that. remain to be interested. And like, you know, anything else, I'm glad they seem to be trying to do something a little bit different totally. with well, the series. I'll let you know. I, I feel like you got the thing that maybe people wanted to get hands-on for mm. action, the hard-hitting, yeah. kind of tactical, combat, explosive energy. I got the best action game at the PlayStation booth <laughs> this year. I, I shouldn't some, laugh. I shouldn't I laugh. I played some Knack 2. Because you're about to lay down some Knack 2. I'm about to... to Knack is back, baby. <laughs> he went away? Knack, well, you know what? He was always here with me. <laughs> uh, actually, so I... We joke. We joke. Nobody I, loved the first. Some people nag. liked the first nag. Sure, that's probably uh, fair. It was a really. It was like, uh, a, a, in Mark Cerny's words, a family-oriented game. Uh, it was about getting people into games for the first time. Yeah. It was a sort of game that you could give your kid a PS4 or give your, your dad a PS4. A simple platformer that also hey, functioned as like a technical demo. Exactly. A technical demo for all the moving pieces that you could show with the PlayStation 4. Knack is a little creature. He grows to be a big creature because yep. he picks up new pieces. Um, and in this, it's a little bit... I mean, he's still calling it a family game. He's still saying this is like for people who want to get into gaming and get their hand, their heads around the controller. This is, so this is not the Empire Strikes Back of, of the Knack. of the Knack trilogy. No, it is not. It is, well... Did you ask him if it's a trilogy? I didn't. I, didn't. I fucked up. He, All he right. wooed me with his knowledge of Knack and, and platformers. We talked to His Knackology. Really his Knack... Exactly. He is a master of Knackology. He might be a doctor <laughs> of Knackology. Um, 
we actually had a really good conversation about the kind of the history of platformers and we're like, what's up with Knack? Like Knack is 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 for a different audience than there used to there used to be, right? Like, right. When Spyro came out, when Crash Bandicoot came out. The, I mean, look at where Mario is with like exactly. Mario Odyssey. Like Versus. platformers have gone in a very different direction than like where Knack is playing in like a very like we we look at Crash Bandicoot and that trilogy that's coming out. Wow, that is a. That's like a military helicopter. <laughs> they heard we were talking about Knack. Ah! They were like, no more talking about Knack. Oh, that's the Nackadin. The Nackadin is in that. He's in the plane. He's in there. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but the thing I'm trying to get to is that actually Knack 2, one of the things that they wanted to do, one of the things that they heard about Knack 1 was like, like combat is super basic. Yes. You got, there's even a joke line in there. It's like, oh, oh yeah, you saved the world with three punches and a kick or whatever, right? <laughs> Which is like, yeah, okay. <gasps> this game has skill trees. All right. It has like, extra bonus moves. Good. I was doing the sorts of things that, it's not Devil May Cry, right. it's not God of War, but I was like using Nax's big arm to grab a dude and pull him in. It keeps you interested. And a little flash kick and then like did like a, a like a rolling charge at him afterwards. Right. And like comboing things together in that way. Like the idea of like there could be a game that you play like with your kids with your that kid, where you can remain mechanically engaged even yes. if the game doesn't necessarily require like you to engage with all of yes. that stuff to, to progress. And it felt I felt at home in it. There was a bit where he was like, oh, and up here is where you do that. I'm not going to do Mark Cerny. That was mean. I like Mark Cerny a lot. He's like, I, you know, up here you can do a parry attack. Right. Or you counterattack with a parry. And as he was saying it, a guy shot an arrow at me, and I just like, instinctively was like, oh, L1. And like parried it back at him. And, like, That's shot pretty good. Him. And then he was like, oh, you, you did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, action games have taught me. That's how I parry. And right. It just worked. It just totally worked perfectly. Um, and a lot of the combat was actually really fun and, and colorful and bright. And I, I, don't, I actually had a really good time with it. The platforming was really responsive. The puzzle solutions of like, are you big knack, are you little knack, were really good. And they've made some changes that I think are really smart about showing off what the fantasy of their setting is, right? right. So like, I don't know if you played a lot of the first knack. Nope. Okay, well, in Wait that, for the PlayStation you, Plus knack. Okay. Come on, add it. You got extra artifacts, which are the little yep. cubes and, and triangles and stuff and cones that made you a bigger knack. And when you got hit, you lost those. Right. And there were sections... Like the rings in Sonic or something totally. like that. Yeah. And there were sections in that game where they gave you so many that no matter what, you get to be really big. Right. But you always were at threat of getting tiny. In this, once you grow inside of a level, you're going to return to that size. Oh. You still lose... As you lose like health, you size. Yeah, it's like Katamari. Nakamari. It's Nakamari. Nakamari. They could make that happen. They should make that happen. They'd be like, I'd play that game. I'd, I'd play that game. So there was one level in which I kind of went through the whole level as like a five foot knack up to like a seven foot knack, and then you kind of get kicked out of that place and have to work your way back uh, in. But okay. when you go out, you find a bunch of artifacts. So you come back in a 17, 18 foot knack, right. and it's like, oh, this is like, I'm just going barreling through these guys. And unlike the first knack where you're fighting characters in the first knack, you can like kind of level up with you. So if you get big, you're fighting big guys. This is like, no, you're still going to fight a bunch of little guys. You just like kick the shit out of them. That not Mark Cerny did not say, and then you kicked the shit out of them. Like, no, 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 no. But it was it was really good. I actually had a really good time. Bright and colorful. Surprise, like, like, surprise. Like, for all, like, yeah. our, like, you our know. Bullshit yeah, bullshit around Knack. Like, what I'm it's, saying is, Knack to Knack, back to back. Yep. A charity stream featuring Patrick Clark and Austin you, Walker. You feel better about it. I feel good about like, it. Because, like, you get to Knack 2 and you're like. Here's a tiny touch. Like hey, explain things. the co-op thing. The, the, the co-op way, thing. yeah. So, it's a co-op game. Drop in, drop out. Yeah. Uh, you just hop in at any time. Local. Uh, online, the only way to do it is to do the, what's the? The share play. The share play thing. Mark Cerny was like, with share play, we can, you can just do that, and it works. And yeah. We, yeah, okay. That's cool. That. That's yeah. cool. Um, the way it works is, like, Knack is a big, blocky guy of, like, gold and, and khaki and uh, or tan cubes and red and blue cubes. And when you have a new player drop in, all the red cubes go into one knack and all the blue cubes go into the other knack. And so That's, they're like color-coded. Yep. And then when it's a cutscene, they just reform into one knack. And like 
in the lore of the Knack universe, they're both Knack. Knack is powerful enough to split into two Knacks. Oh. So, that's, so you're not two different characters. You, no, you're just not knack. knack. You're just Knack. We're Kids knack don't have together. to fight over who's Knack. You're both Knack. The quick time events, where both players do the quick time events, and you have to get them right. Okay, all right. And also, here's a note. Here's the thing I liked about these quick time events. Yep. I don't know if I'm saying this in 2017. Yep. The buttons correspond to what they're supposed to correspond to. So there's a quick time event where it was like you do the you do the you do like the flash kick, and then you do the body stomp where you like splash down. And that was just do the buttons to do that normally, but now it's in slow motion with a special camera. Oh, you know I mean? oh, so or, it's like the actual like right. If the, in the main game you the you same hit, moves, so you're just doing it in a much one. splashier. R one to shrink down to tiny now, yeah. so you can get into tiny spots. There was a bit where like I was trying to I was like running to do like a or being fl- th- you know thrown through the air, and there was a little hole I had to get through, and you hit R one to shrink into a little mode, which is what you do anyway in the main game. Do that, and it works. I like that. That was a nice way of like making it not just feel random. That is that's it that's works. smart. I wish more yeah. games did stuff like that. Quick time events. Or in Spider-Man. Well, it's funny. So they, yeah, so we saw like a slightly longer version of the presentation, sure. uh, but not uh, any, you know, if you haven't seen this, like, it's not going to change too much. Okay. Uh, but they, uh, we got like a presentation from the creative director, Brian Inahar, guy yeah. I go way back, way back. with. Very Connections. weird to see him. He used to work for like EGM and stuff right. like that way back right. in the day. Anyway, um, they're clearly aware up front that like some of the reaction to that trailer was like, Oh, like I hope this game isn't all like quick time events or big splashy scenes. And they made it clear like up front, like, look, we know people love Spider-Man 2, the video game for PS2, which That's is like the good game. the definition of like the, the like the, the previous definition of like the best Spider-Man game that like right. nailed. For a while, it was like the best superhero. Game. Yeah, it was, well, like, it was like, oh hey, you're gonna be good superhero. And mecha- not it mechanically track. found a way to present Spider-Man, right. Right. and to present right. Spider-Man mechanically, like the core to that is to be able to go throughout a city yes. and explore and like just feel like you're Spider-Man. Totally. So they were like very friends and like the vast majority of the game is exploring a giant city totally. in which you get to poke around, see things, play with things like the, Did the, you see any of that? No, they were just kind of giving they gave us some examples like hey, we're swinging around like you'll see some stuff happening on a rooftop. Like you can start to imagine yeah. how that stuff puts together, but like and uh, they said they spent a lot of time um, making sure that when when he when, when Spider-Man uh, spits out his webs, so like swing around, spits those them? Out of his hand, spit, oh, a hand, hand spit, spits. hand okay. spit. Yeah, I got it. Look, mm-hmm. look in the Marvel verse. Yeah, it's deep, deep, deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> and well, they they didn't want it to just be like where he's like just shooting them in the air, and the game is just like oh, he's like the, the they connect. They connect to the yes, buildings good. every single time. Like that is how they built. Like it was a small touch, but I think go, oh, says a lot that's about cool. the yep. kind of game yep. that they're building. Totally. Um, and they said like you know one of the things we talked about in the podcast was how. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, the trailer made like a big moment of like, Spider-Man is trying to save the people around him is a ro- result of the, the bad guy, right, the result, like the consequences of his actions, like if he hits a crane and a, the thing falls off, like he's going to try and grab that. And so he said the trailer was trying to show that, but then mechanically that will be represented by like, there won't be moments where like you hit a guy off a roof. Like they're building systems in which really? like the anim- shows up in that fight. Yeah, there's very high. briefly one. He's like they have like one of their big things has been like making sure that is represented oh. throughout the game. Like Spider-Man will not Versus kill someone. The Batman system. Of, like, I think there will still be moments where like well, okay, I don't think Spider-Man's gonna like take a head and like smash, smash it to the ground yeah, yeah. or like suddenly have you know a Batmobile with like a Gatling gun, gun on, on it. it maybe? So I don't think it's like that. I mean, I think they're still like they're, he's gonna crush the dude. That you might think like, well, you might have a concussion, right. but like, it's not going to throw a guy off a roof, right. stuff like that. They're very conscious that they think it's the core of the character. And one of the questions I did ask was like, I'm, you know, you're sure you're not talking about like the connection with Miles, but like the 
I, the, one of the biggest reactions to that trailer right. was the Miles like Nile a nod to Miles, and I was like, my guess is one that you're not including, you're not putting a nod to that just as a nod because right. that would be bad. So, and I said like, if you are doing that, Don't. rethink that. Right. Uh, time. This game is not until next year. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I, even though you're not saying the context of like how he presented the story, like discuss like the importance and like they said like one of the reasons they wanted to include that was like. Peter Parker is historically what people identify with uh, uh, with Spider-Man, Spider but yeah. for like a young audience, especially like certain types of audience, yeah. like Miles is their Spider-Man. Yes. Like Miles yes. is them and represents Spider-Man yes. to them, and they want him in the story. And there were a lot of like a lot of heavy insinuations that he is going to be a core Good. part of that story. That, like there even seem to be some insinuations that. that you might be able to play as him. Um, I don't want to like put no, words in their mouth, but there was definitely like a as much as they could say, wink, wink, nod, nod. That like it's going to be like that was put there as yep. a like stay tuned, but like they're taking it seriously, and like that's really exciting. Yeah. Like um, to, cool. th that could be a part of it. So I'm excited, like you know, open world Spider-Man, yeah. like Miles, like they're saying all the right things. Yep. And also uh, one of the things they said was uh, they're like trying to go deep into like the rogue gallery. Like it's not just right. Doctor Octopus. Saw, it's I didn't even know Mr. Negative, that. like sure. whatever. I, I love Spider-Man. I grew up reading Spider-Man comics. I don't know who Mr. Negative is. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I don't want to fight Rhino again. I fought Rhino, Patrick. I fought Rhino so many times. Shocker! I'm done with you. Uh, elect yeah. Electro mm, Man. Electro Man. That's not right. That's close. He got the stars on his face. Yeah, it, it wasn't it's Jimmy electric. Fox it's played him. Yeah, Jimmy Fox played yeah. him. I fought you. Mysterio, maybe. Mysterio could be fun. So I think they're saying, like, there will be, there's a heavy mixture of, like, stuff that people have seen before, but also they want to, like, like, just to show people something new. Good, yeah. It's like, here are some I'm other sort of characters. So totally. I'm saying the right things. I'm excited to see more, and uh, it sounds like, like, really soon we will know a lot more cool. about what that game is. I'm excited to see more about that. I think it was going to do it. We didn't see anything else. Yeah, I saw like Star Child very quickly, but we can we'll podcast about that. About that. Yeah. For now, that's going to do it for us. As yep. always, check out youtube.com slash waypointvice, waypointvice.com for everything we do. We'll see you soon with some more stuff. Uh, also, twitch.tv slash waypoint every night this week for... Uh, every night. Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for uh, the podcast. Every night. night. We're never stopping. Never, every podcast night. forever. <laughs> Dinner and podcasts. Uh, uh, I don't know a word that's the opposite of Breakfast and Battlegrounds. It's, it's dinner and podcast. Dinner and podcast. Twilight and podcasts. It's not. I'm not going to get there. So we so got to get out of here. I'm going to go. It's going to do for us. Peace. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.